Welcome to the Connected Spirit Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Dawson. I'm a working medium, spiritualist minister, certified spiritual life coach, and mentor. My goal is to help support today's modern mediums and spiritual seekers in making strong connections with their own spirit and spirit helpers. I will share all I know about mediumship development and spirituality. I invite you to join me on this journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. In today's episode, I really want to get candid and open regarding a real controversial topic that is out there within the spiritual community. I have been receiving honestly, a lot of DMs on my social media accounts, as well as people contacting me privately, more so now in the last few months than they have in the past. Now, what is this topic, this taboo topic? And it's negative energies and negative entities. There are people who don't believe that negative energies or negative entities exist. It is merely a vibrational thing. Then there are other people, and I find that I do fit into this school of thought, and they do believe that there are negative energies and negative entities, and that these individuals, these beings that are unseen, definitely interact or can interact with the physical dimension, and that these beings either coexist or come from another dimension, and then they interact with the earth. So let's back up a little bit. And I really want to kind of share some of my experiences just to let you know where my thought, where my belief or my understanding comes from. I remember being about, I don't know, maybe five years old. No, I was actually younger. I think it was about maybe four years old. And we lived in this house and it was a two-story home and I was in my bedroom. And there was a man that was in the room and I was a really small kid. And this man was telling me that I needed to jump out the window. I could see him physically. I could hear him. And he was saying swear words to me. I don't know who he was. I didn't recognize him. I had no idea where he came from. I didn't know what to do. What does a four-year-old do with something like that? Telling me to jump out the window and swearing at me, it was petrifying. So I had ran and got my mom and I told my mom, I'm like, mom, mom, there's this man in my room and he's saying bad words to me and he's telling me to jump out the window. Well, my mom, she still mentions a story today. She goes, it was just shocking because I was not one to, especially at a young age, to swear or to have any kind of experiences like this. It was very out of character for me to even talk about this. So my mom didn't know what to do. But being a Christian, growing up in a Christian home, my mom and my dad were elders in the church. They thought, well, maybe it's a demon. Well, I can't tell you if it was or not, but it certainly wasn't of the light. I can tell you that. So my mom prayed and rebuked it. 
following some Christian protocol, if you will, and it was gone. Throughout the years, I have seen and had encounters with all kinds of individuals from the unseen world. Now, are all of them from the spirit world? I can't tell you that for sure. Some, absolutely. Some have presented in spirit form, some have not. I want to take you back to something a little bit more recent. And this was in about 2013, and it was shortly after my husband and I had got married. So we had moved out of a large house that I had lived in prior to him and I getting together. And we decided that we wanted to move into a place that was our own, that we selected, that was a home that we chose together. And my two children were living with us. So at the time, my son was playing rep baseball. And I remember talking to one of the moms in on the team and her and I were chatting about us looking for a place. And she said, oh, well, you know what? We have a condo that is coming up for rent. And it literally checked off all of the boxes. It was big. It had the three bedrooms. It had two bathrooms. It had a big kitchen. It Honestly, it was a central location. The rent was honestly too good to refuse, like to pass up. We could not pass it up. And we moved in. And it was interesting because the minute we moved in, I walked through the front door and I felt like my equilibrium was off. Something was off. My vision was a bit blurry. And ever since I've been a little girl, and honestly, my earliest recollection, I may have been about three or four, when I have been in contact with negative energies or negative entities, one of the ways that my body, my spirit reacts is that my vision goes a little bit blurry. Kind of like if you were to put a pair of glasses on and they were steamed up. Or if you were to like look through a glass and like a, like a cup or something. And that's what happened to me at this place. And I thought, mm, this is interesting. Well, no sooner did we move in and within about three or four weeks, I ended up going into a really deep depression. I was at the prime of my life as far as meeting the man of my dreams and happily married. He treats me like a queen. My kids are doing well. Honestly, there's no complaints. But soon as we moved in, it was about three or four weeks, I started to go into depression. And I kind of waited a while to see where it would go. And it just was not going away. I talked to my doctor and we were monitoring it. All the while, we were starting to, not only myself, but my daughter, who's also a sensitive, was starting to have some experiences in the home, such as feeling like you're being watched, feeling like you're not alone, but the presences that were there were not giving you kind of like a warm and welcoming feeling, very much like you're in my space, you need to go. It was so strong. And... I went through a very, very difficult time in that place. And I remember like having a shower and it was like somebody was watching me and it was creepy and I would tell it to go. And I would be so scared having a shower, like rinsing my the shampoo out of my hair. I was so scared to even close my eyes because there was someone or something watching me. 
And then I remember one day in the kitchen, I loaded up the dishwasher, but there were some dishes that needed to be done by hand. And there was an presence, an energy, an entity that had drawn really close to me. And when it did, I had this image in my mind's eye. And it looks something similar to maybe what you might see in, I don't know, like um, a horror movie. It was it was pretty brutal, um, and it was definitely not presenting itself like a human. There was like long fangs. Its face was elongated, and it had long fingers with a, like a tip on it, maybe a long nail. I don't know, but it had like a point to it, and it started breathing on me, and I could feel it. But it looked like it was kind of drooling and it scared the hell out of me. And I just told it, I said, get the hell out of my house. Like you are not welcome. I pay rent. You do not. You got to go. And we started to have more encounters with these energies. My daughter and I could both see a very, very tall, like maybe six and a half feet, seven foot tall, uh, shadow individual that would walk from the hallway through the kitchen French doors. And it was really, really big. And it just left us feeling like really creepy. I would, you know, sleep with the hallway light on. It was just this feeling of fear and dread. Honestly, soon as we came into that home. And then I remember one day my husband had left, it was on a weekend and he had left to go out for a bit and I seen him leave. And I was outside on our patio and I was having a coffee and the sliding glass door on the patio was closed. Then I look over and I can hear the front door open and close shut. And I thought, well, this is really weird. My husband, like he literally just left 10 minutes ago. Why would he be back so soon? And not only did that door open and close, but there was a vibration that affected the patio door where it rattled a little bit. And I thought, oh my goodness, okay. Not only did those two things happen, I then saw what looked like a solid figure of a man, but it was all black. And I could see it walking from the front door into the house. And I thought, oh my goodness, is Chris home? So I got up or got up, um, went inside and I went and I was calling my husband's name. There was no answer. And I thought, this is really, really odd. I know I just seen somebody walk in my house. I know I heard the door and I seen the patio door vibrate because that normally would happen when somebody would close and open the door. And these three occurrences happened literally within moments. There was no way that I could debunk this or rationalize this. And when I went into the home and I'm looking, I can't find my husband, but I can feel someone watching me. And it was a feeling of fear that once again really crept in. And I would have nightmares in this home. I would have restless sleep. I would have a difficult time getting to sleep. And then when I would get to sleep, I'd be woken up all the time. And it felt like somebody was staring right in my face. And I would say, go away. You are not welcome. You are making me feel uncomfortable. And I wouldn't listen. 
then things really started to go downhill within about six months of us living in that home. And living within that home, I'm going to share something really, really personal with you guys just to let you know how much things can progress in a short period of time and how even somebody like me, who is now a professional medium, can go through some really difficult stuff. So I really want to let you know, like you're not alone if you've gone through something like this. There became a huge tension within the home. Everybody started to bicker and there was fighting and this was not normal for us. We were very much a warm and loving family and we were being divided or something was causing a division within our home and within our relationships. And my daughter and I ended up having so much challenges within our relationship. She ended up going to move with my mom. This was so out of character. Her and I were really close, had a good relationship. This was inconceivable. And my daughter going to live with my mom, who lived very, very close, was completely devastating and even increased this depression that I was in. And it wasn't that much longer, maybe another five or six months, my son ended up going to live with his dad. My son and I are like two peas in a pod. We are so close. Uh, I would consider him honestly one of my best friends. He is a sweetheart. He's such a good boy. And the dynamics of what were happening in our relationship was like, we couldn't even understand what was going on. And it became honestly way too much. We were angry. We were frustrated. We were easily set off. And these behaviors, you got to remember, we'd never experienced this kind of stuff prior to us moving into that home. This was completely out of character. And so my son moved out my depression got worse. My whole identity was wrapped up in being a mom and something or someone was affecting not only my mental health, but was affecting my family, affecting our relationships. I honestly had no idea how to cope. And that was a really, really dark time for me. And I needed to get out of that home And it was hard for my husband and I to find a place that was within our financial means. And it took me over a year to locate a place that was in the same city as my kids. And it's so interesting because I was having a lot of encounters with spirits, entities in that home, even after my kids moved out. And I remember waking up one night and I seen with my eyes open, this black entity, like a black shadow figure, but he had like really broad shoulders and he almost looked like a football player wearing all of the gear. That was kind of the silhouette, the outline, but it was all black. And when I'm watching it, I'm watching this individual walk from the side of the bed where my husband was sleeping to my side. And I just say, get out now. You are not welcome. And I was praying and praying and within what felt like forever, but a few moments, it did go, but I couldn't sleep. And it was just absolutely horrible. And when... This was going on, interestingly enough, my mom was also having a lot of spiritual negative 
um, activity, paranormal activity going on within her home. She lived in a duplex and I actually used to previously live beside her. And within her home, she was having so much activity and she had a paranormal team come in and attempt to do a clearing, which was not very successful. I'll save that whole story for another episode. But one of the things that she had been given to help cleanse her home was, uh, I'm going to call it like a solution, if you will, a homemade solution that had um, First Nations tobacco in it and had a few other um, First Nations herbs, et cetera, in it. And it had been boiled and it was reduced to a concentrate. And then I had, my mom ended up boiling it and then the steam just ended up clearing, was a method for her to clear her home. And I told my mom what was going on in my place. So she gave me some of that. And I remember using that, boiling it on my stove and just allowing the steam and the vapor uh, to fill my home, which it did. And it was so interesting because I was at my lowest low. And when I had this, I'm going to call it spiritual solution, if you will, um, boiling on the stove. I remember standing beside the stove and just closing my eyes and saying a prayer and just saying, God, please help me. Help me move out of this place and move into a place that is more aligned with who we are and what we came here to be, which is love, to be of service, to be with our family. And I remember closing my eyes and seeing this vision and it was a circle and it was a circle that was divided up into little triangles, kind of like a pie. And each of the pie slices were a different color and like all of the colors on the spectrum. And then I seen from this pie shape, if you will, this beautiful white light just emanating from it and then filling and filling the whole space and filling me. And there was a breakthrough there. There was a breakthrough in the spirit world, in the spiritual realms, within the physical realm, because we were then shortly thereafter able to find a place and to relocate to the same city as my kids and slowly, slowly was able to reconnect with my kids and start to repair and heal our relationship. And, you know, it's interesting because my kids and I will talk about things and talk about that home. And it was just so, it was honestly, it was devastating to all of us because especially my daughter being a sensitive, she sees the spirit world. My son feels them. Like all of us were feeling and sensing different things, but all very much aware something was going on, but it was affecting us to the degree that we weren't able to rationalize what was going on. Our moods were being affected. And honestly, it was totally hell. It was a nightmare. And it was very, very challenging. Another experience that I had, I'm going to call with negative entities, was about two years ago. And I was getting really, really fatigued, having a hard time sleeping, not sleeping well. And when I was sleeping, it would be, I'd be woken up a lot. And I'd wake up feeling really, really tired and not rested. And then I remember it was really interesting because when I'd be meditating or when I would be doing a private sitting in my home, I could hear the spirit world say, someone has dabbled with an Ouija board. And I'm like, what? This makes absolutely no sense. What are you talking about? And 
I just couldn't figure it out. And they kept repeating this to me. And I thought, well, I'm certainly not one playing with an Ouija board. You know, if that's your thing and you're okay with using it, no problem for me. I've not had good experiences with. And so long story short, I ended up just saying, okay, you guys, let's sit, let's have a chat. Please explain this to me further. And they told me that somebody in my building had played with an Ouija board, but inadvertently had opened up a portal from another dimension and that there were entities coming through and affecting the building and were affecting me and my home. And I thought, what? And it was so interesting. So the spirit world were very clear and they said, you need to clear your home. Okay. So what I did is... Uh, it was in a, you know, around dinner time or just after dinner time, I had grabbed some Palo Santo and I had a candle and I had a little dish to catch any of the ambers or ashes. So what I did is I attempted to light the Palo Santo and every time I would light that Palo Santo, it would not light. And I thought, this is so bizarre. And i kept trying to light the candle and it kept going out. And I thought, this is even more bizarre. So I thought, to heck with it, I'm going to try white sage. So I try the white sage. The candle's going out. The white sage is going out. Nothing's burning. I thought, what is going on? I knew right away that there was something or someone trying to stop me from clearing my home. And I just said out loud, Whomever you are, you are not welcome. This is my home and I am reclaiming my space. I try to light the candle again and no sooner do I do it, I get slapped in the face. I was absolutely stunned. I was shocked. My husband is sitting on the couch and he's, he's fine with me, you know, clearing our space. He goes, do what you need to do, honey. Keep us safe. No problem, babe. I gotcha. But I was stunned. I'm He's like, what's wrong? I said, I just got slapped in the face and I could physically feel it. And what's so interesting is when I went into my bathroom and looked in the mirror, I couldn't see any red marks, but I could still have the physical sensation of my face being slapped. So I knew whatever it was, was not playing nice and was very much aware of me trying to get rid of it and was not having it. So I ended up contacting another medium that I'm very close with and I got her to send some white light and some healing energy to me to give me the strength that I needed um, to send me that energy that I needed to help, you know, fight this. And then I ended up being able to get the strength and get the white light. Um, I could feel it filling me. And with that, in addition to the Palo Santo, I cleared my home. And then not only was I clearing my home, but I was then starting to have visions of what entity was actually in my home. And it looked like a reptilian, but it was tall. It had to be like maybe six feet tall. It was all black, um, but I could see its eyes. I could see its kind of jagged teeth. It definitely looked, it looked like a reptile to be honest, but it was tall and it, I could see it's like pointed tongue. It, it was, I've never seen anything like this in my life. 
And when I go through each room in my home trying to clear it, I could see like little small ones and then I could see like some big ones. And I was able to get my home cleared enough so that way I could get some sleep. Mind you, in the meantime, you got to remember, but for the last three weeks leading up to that, this and these entities, this being, if you will, there was more than one. So these entities were draining my physical energy. Like it, I, w- I had no energy and that's why I was asking for help. So um, my mentor at the time, she was away on vacation. I wasn't going to be back for like a week. So I waited for her to get back. I told her exactly what was going on. And I'm like, can you please help me? No problem. So she and another medium came to my home and did the clearing. Now, I did not describe what I saw. I just said, there are there are entities in this house that are not human and they're affecting me and I need some help. So they ended up coming to clear the home. And when they did, they actually picked up and described the same entities that I was seeing. So that was validating for me because I thought, oh my God, am I freaking losing my mind? Like, honestly, I had no idea that there were entities like this. I've only ever... Like, I just didn't know. I didn't know there were such things of like reptilians. And later on doing a little bit of studying, they are one of the most negative entities that are from another dimension, what I have come to learn, and that you cannot reason with them. They don't have the cognitive abilities like some other beings do to communicate, to discuss And you basically just have to get rid of them and clear them. So we got rid of a bunch of them. And I ended up after talking with my guides and they had told me, they said, Courtney, there was a nest. Like, what do you mean a nest? They said there was a nest and they told me where these came from. And it was an individual in my building who had used an Ouija board and had inadvertently consciously, unconsciously, I still don't know to this day, but they had opened a portal for these individuals to come through. And when I saw my mentor and another minister clear my home with the white light, I, from that moment on, have always used white light. I found that it was actually far more effective than the Palo Santo and the sage. And for myself, who has issues with lungs and I'm asthmatic, the smoke really, really bugs me. So to find something that for myself works better um, is very effective and I can do it wherever, whenever. I don't have to worry about having matches or a lighter or any kind of mess or any fire hazards. I don't have to deal with that. And so I have cleared and cleared and cleared my place and Um, for the first while I was doing it every day just to build up a very thick layer of protection within my home, within my space. Now, living in a condo, I can't do the whole building. It's, It's not realistic, but set up a barrier within my home that only those of love and light and that have the highest of intentions and energies may enter and may come in my home. But even then, I'm still pretty pretty kind of strict on who can come into my home as far as those from the spirit world. So when I'm working, I'm working, but when I'm not, I'm not. So I set the intention that only loving family members and guides can come into my space, come into my home, 
may be and visit in my home. Anybody else needs to leave my home because I don't know you. And if we don't have business together, you need to go. And I always kid, but I'm actually really serious. If you don't pay rent, you don't get to stay in my home, whether you're living or you're in the world unseen. Because when you're exposed to so much energy, it can have negative effects on you. And that's why it's really important when you are developing your abilities and you are working with the unseen world that you use spiritual protection. And I know that there are, you know, some schools of thought and I have met several mediums that do not believe in spiritual protection, that the spirit world does not come with any negative entities or any ill intent. Now, when I am working and doing private readings, I always use my white light. I use that faithfully. That's basically my intention to the spirit world that I am of the light, that I only work in the light, and that only those that are of the light may draw close. Now, here's the other token to this, is that in a mediumship reading, you have your guides that work with you. And when you let them know about what you'll accept and what you won't accept in your readings, they're going to make sure that you're not bringing in no weird, weird stuff. Okay. Now I have had some interesting characters from the spirit world draw close, but I wouldn't call them negative. I would just say that perhaps maybe they're less evolved. Maybe there's some people that still have inner healing to do that they did not complete here on the earth plane. And, you know, would I maybe hang out with them on the earth plane? No, but I'm still going to show them the respect on the other side because as a spiritualist, as an ordained spiritualist minister, I do believe that there is eternal progress open to every soul. And, I just, I find it interesting that some people have never had these experiences and I think it's really cool. I have never sought out negative entities or energies or wanted to dabble in that sort of stuff, but it has definitely given me an education. I'll tell you that because when I have had these types of experiences, I end up having people seek me out for help who have had similar experiences. Now, even though it was really, really difficult, um, just a couple of these situations that I've shared with you today, I mean, I have so many, I could write a short novel about it. But, you know, the part that I go, okay, here's a blessing that's come from it, that through my difficulties, I have been able to help other people. I've been able to validate and let other people feel seen in their experiences to let them know that they're not alone, that they're not losing their mind and let them know that there are effective methods in which you can rid yourself, your home, your space of these energies or entities that are unwanted. And why I feel really called to share some of these experiences with you is to let you know that there are beings that are not all that great, that are not pleasant, that are not love and light and are not, you know, sitting on a cloud with a harp. There's some energies that are lower, that are less evolved, that has some stuff they need to work through. And why do some of these individuals draw close to us? It's because they're attracted to our light. And so each of us has a light within that spark of divinity that represents our eternal soul. 
and others who perhaps their light doesn't shine as bright from the other world. They will draw close because they're curious. They want to see and learn what it's all about. And those that are developing their mediumship or are working mediums, it's important that we protect our space. Now, you may not be one that thinks you need to use white light or saging, you know, with Palo Santo or with with white sage, but many people have their own intention when they work. And that intention in itself can be a form of spiritual protection, which keeps you protected and isolated away from, you know, people and situations and things and intentions or, you know, energetic dynamics as they may come to you. Okay. Like you're guarded from that. So how I personally protect myself and my home, I really want to share with you and let me know, send me a message, reach out to me on social media and let me know if you've tried this or tried something similar and has it been effective? If not, what have you tried? What has been effective? So for myself, I use white light. What is that white light? That white light is God's love, God's protection. It is purity and anything that is not of that essence and that same vibration cannot come near me because it creates a force field, if you will, that repels any energies that are not of a like vibration. And I consistently do that before and after I work. And several times a week, I will clear my home and I will go through each room and I will just lovingly ask God and the angels and my guides to help me. And I send white light and fill each room with that white light and just send that white light through the walls, the ceiling and the floors. And it's just clearing my space because our homes, ladies and gentlemen, are a sacred space. It is a place for us to find reprieve, to rest, to rejuvenate, to heal, to just relax and be ourselves. And so we need to keep that space of ours sacred because it is. And within my office where I do private readings in person and online, I clear my space before and after every reading. After I'm done a private reading, what I will do is I like to clear myself of any energies that I may consciously or unconsciously have picked up during the reading from my client or from them. So what I'll do is I will draw in white light through the crown chakra and allow it to flow through me, through my whole body, out my feet into the earth. And I just send that energy to mother earth and ask her to transmute it into love. And also too, when I am done working, I will surround myself in that beautiful white light and making sure that I am energetically topped up. I am protected. I am guarded. And my guides really do help me with that. But here's the thing. Sometimes too, our guides are giving us signs and little hints and they're letting us know when something is off. But if you're like me, you might be a little bit of a slow learner. Sometimes I I get the message, but then I don't act on it. And honestly, that is a lesson that I am working on. And, you know, even though I'm a working medium, I'm still a work in progress. And aren't we all? We are learning through, 
you know, our challenges in adversities. And honestly, it's through those times that we do the majority of our growth because we are learning more about ourselves and others, the world around us, what we want to tolerate and accept and what we don't. And through those moments of strife and challenge, we lean in more to the power of love and we lean more in to that guidance from above and it will help lead us to where we're meant to be and help us refine our energies more and more. So that is something that I do within my home, within my own space and within my own work. And I find it really helps. And, you know, it's interesting too, because when we came back from California, um, within a day or so, my husband started to feel unwell and he got COVID. And I was back to work, working, doing readings, doing events, but also taking care of my sick husband. And I didn't want to get COVID. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm so busy with work. I have lots of stuff going on at the church. I don't have time to get sick. But to be honest, who does, right? So I was sleeping on the couch just to social distance. Um, and I have, I have asthma and my lungs have been not so great since I got COVID in the summer. So I'm really trying to protect my, my body. And I really wasn't doing well. And there was something within me that just said, Courtney, something's off. And I automatically tuned in. I knew I needed to start clearing my space. No sooner do I do that, I see this... I don't even know what you would call it. It was big. It was maybe about... 18 inches in height, and it was maybe a foot in width. And it had the shape of, I would say, kind of like, a no, not a salamander, but maybe like a, a toad, if you will. And I thought, oh goodness, here we go. I don't want to be dealing with these reptilian things again. It's bad news. So we need to nip this in the butt right away. So I started doing the white light. And as I did, I could see it go out and it headed into my laundry room and it went out this little crack. And what's interesting is um, I haven't had those for so long. I thought, what is going on here? But I hadn't been home for a week. And so the spiritual protection wasn't, being done all the time. And when I did the white light, it did go away, but it left a bit of a residue. So I made sure I did a good clearing of my whole house and I've been keeping on top of it because I don't want to deal with that stuff. But the other challenge too is in my home, I have a couple of portals. One of them is in my laundry room. And in my laundry room, there is one in a particular corner and that's where these entities come in and out of. And I really don't know why they keep coming. And I just keep asking the spirit world, protect me, guide me, keep the stuff out of my home. Thank you. Thank you for your help. Um, but what's interesting though, is that these entities that have been coming through, I, I can't tell you exactly who they are, what they want, because there's no like telepathic communication. But when they're in my home, there is a negative feeling. The energy within my home becomes more dense and feels almost oppressive. And I start to feel drained and I can't sleep well. Not only was I sleeping on the couch, which honestly, yes, that's not a good start. Um, nobody's going to get a good sleep on the couch. 
but it certainly wasn't helping things in the home. And I just thought, oh my goodness, here we go again. But I've done what I need to do. And consistency is key with our spiritual protection. And that just reaffirmed that even when I'm not home, I can still send the thought, even if I'm not in my physical space, that, you know, Archangel Michael come and protect my home and clear any entities or energies, seen or unseen, known or unknown from my space, and that only love and light may reside within these walls. And I do send that same energy out to my children's homes as well. And, you know, it's very interesting because as a ordained spiritualist minister, we do have some people that will contact us and want us to go in and clear their homes because there's energies or entities, entities rather, that are causing disturbances and there's major issues. And I have gone in and done a few house clearings and it has been very interesting to say the least, but I will definitely share that with you on another episode. So, you know, are there negative entities and energies? I believe so. I believe there are. I have had encounters with them. If you have not had encounters with negative entities or energies, bless you. I'm happy for you. Me sharing this in this episode is not about bragging. It's not about saying, look at me. It's about saying, hey, you know what? There is another side to this this world, the unseen world. And is the spirit world? Some of these energies, I don't believe we're from the spirit world because on my day-to-day basis in my day-to-day life, I do not encounter negative energies. I don't. Maybe some people that I go, hmm, well, they're interesting, but are they negative? No, I don't. So I just want to be really, really clear. Even people who are not mediums can have encounters with negative entities that affect them, that affect a family member and affect their home. And there are effective ways to clear your space and reclaim your power and take your home and your life back. So with that, I just want to say, I hope this answers some of your questions about the negative side. And, you know, it's not all love and light out there, guys. And uh, from somebody who has encountered the negative energies prior to formally developing my mediumship, I can say that when I started developing, I became more disciplined in my mediumship. I honestly was not attracting any of that kind of stuff. And, you know, I've had all kinds of experiences that I will reveal later on in other episodes. So I just want to kind of talk about that, leave that with you to consider, consider, and I would love your feedback. Let me know on social media, what have you gone through? What are some experiences that you've encountered? Have you overcome them? If so, what did you do? And let's create a space where people can be seen and validated and supported. And I just want to thank everybody so much for continuing to support the Connected Spirit podcast. You, my listeners, are the reason why I do this show. I really want to shed light on all things spirituality, 
including mediumship development, and that there's so many different layers to spirituality. It is this lifelong journey, and it is such an interesting path once you kind of go in the rabbit hole. And, you know, regardless of even some of the challenging and unpleasant experiences that I have encountered, I wouldn't change it for the world because the spirit world is always been there for me. They are guiding, they are guarding, they are protecting me. They're supporting me in all of my endeavors. And the spirit world, my team, my spirit friends, they are my friends. I talk to them on a day-to-day basis. I conversate with them. And when I'm just going about my day-to-day life, I value them immensely. My relationship with them is priceless. And you too can have a relationship with your loved ones and with your guides like that as well. So just thank you so much again for listening and supporting the show. And thank you for sharing it and really helping to get the word out about this show. Have an amazing holiday season. Merry Christmas, my friends. Much love. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of The Connected Spirit. If you did, please leave me a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you do feel called to share this with your friends, thank you so much for tagging me on Instagram at Medium Courtney Dawson. It really helps to get the word out about this podcast so we can help more people just like you. If you're interested in a private reading or attending any one of my mentoring classes, workshops, or events, you can go to mediumcourtneydawson.com or check me out on Instagram at mediumcourtneydawson. Have a great day, guys.